What if your body was a gift and contribution to your life and not something that you've been stuck with? What if your body could change quickly and easily? Right Body for You will inspire you and show you a different way of creating the body and the life you truly desire. Now here's your host, Danielle. Hello everyone. Welcome to the new year of 2015. Um, this is Danielle. This is Right Body for You. I am so excited to be back with you live. Um, you know, the past two weeks were recorded just simply so I could do the festivities with my family. And I was telling the Breathe the Producer before, I thought it was funny, I, I guested on a show the day I had recorded one of them, which I find very, very, very funny. Um, I wonder, I think I need to talk to the girl who does my schedule. Oh, wait, that's me. Um, but that's that's the fun of following the energy. So I am so excited to be here. I have a special guest with me today. I, think, I figured it would be a great way this new year. She's a dear friend of mine. Her name is Cass Thomas. She is She's a friend of mine. She does the three-day Access Consciousness three-day body classes. And she also... She has this amazing communication with with her body, with other people's bodies. And what's neat about that is it's actually also an extension of her amazing capacity that I am always working at duplicating (laughs) myself. She has this amazing capacity to talk to other people, to relate with them, to communicate with them, uh, regardless of background, regardless of race regardless of language uh you know before i met caste languages other people would speak other languages and it would just swim uh in my ears and just literally make me go cross-eyed i just couldn't fathom speaking a different language and what's been really neat is hanging out with caste has really assisted me with uh, breaking through those barriers and really beginning to learn other languages or listen to uh, the other languages that people are speaking. And this is just one aspect, you know, of what does, because besides the three-day body classes and talking to bodies and all that kind of fun stuff, she also does these amazing classes called The Magic Relating to Others with Ease. And, you know, and that's what I asked her to talk about today. Uh, Cass, are you here with us? I am in the flesh. <laughs> and Yay! on the Yay. Yay! Thank you so much for joining us today, Cass. Thank you for having me. Always so much fun to talk with you and play with you um, wherever <laughs> it is. So I'm always delight, delighted, and it's and it's always so easy. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like we tend to have fun. It's like we tried to plan the show. It's like, oh please, we'll just talk. We know this exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We get on the we get on Skype and say, well, let's talk about the show. We talk about everything else. It's like, well, we don't have to talk about the show on Skype. We'll talk about the show on the radio, <laughs> right? Oh, and Kat yeah. has her own show also. Yes, on the amazing A to Zen. It's uh, Wednesday mornings. It starts off uh, the morning on the um, with the show. It's eight a.m. on the East Coast. It's five a.m. in California. So. Uh, only brave souls wake up at that time to participate. But uh, yeah, and 2 p.m. in in um, in Central Europe time, which is so funny because I've done a couple of live shows since I've been on this side of the pond. I'm in uh, Maryland now, and I thought to myself, "Oh my goodness, 
that means I actually have to wake up and be on the radio at 8 a.m. instead of 2 p.m., which I'm used to when I'm at home in Rome. <laughs> I was well, like, no. And I'm in the opposite now. In about two weeks, I'll be in Europe for the next two months. I'm like, okay, what time is my show in Europe? So, okay, exactly. it's like, in this country, it's this, in this country, it's this. But but this is part of the fun and joy that Kath and I get to do, traveling around, um, working with people. And which, Kath, why don't you tell a little bit about, you know, this subject comes so easily to you. know, I don't know if you heard the intro I did. It's like, I used to not be able to, communicate with other people's languages just scared the crap out of me hanging around with you i'm like oh wait a minute this can be easy um and so you said earlier it's always come easy for you it's like well but you share that with others which i'm so grateful for as the recipient of one of it thank you um why don't you tell a little bit about like you and how your love of other languages and communicating with people actually came about yeah, I actually did hear your introduction, but I still wanted to hear some, it again because I know you <laughs> never say it the same way twice. <laughs> I just pretended I didn't hear or I did, Well, you know, silence was uh, actually not consent. It was just like, mm-hmm, go ahead, honey, say, say other nice things about me. I like it. It works for me. Um, yeah, I actually wrote this. So if you're in the chat, I just wrote some stuff down that you were saying um, because I, I really liked it. And you were saying about background language and race, oh, cool. and you and you said um, what what uh, you said that was interesting is that um, you go into panic or not even hear when people were were talking. I find that um, it's funny. I find when people are speaking a different language um, that other people who don't understand that language will talk over them, like they like they're not even speaking. Right. So if there's three or four people together in a room and someone's speaking a um, a different language to me, someone who doesn't understand that language sometimes will just come in and start talking. And and it's interesting um, how it's not it's a non-reality for them um, that there's another language. So I like that you um, you put that into words. I love that you're um, <laughs> we share that talent and ability, putting the energy, articulating you know a a sort of a sensation um, that uh, you have. And I, I re- and what I got when you said that is how we do that with bodies too, because yeah, um, for me the, the the magic of relating to others with ease, I've al- I've always had that. I've always had a curiosity um, about people, and I thank my mom uh, a lot for that, um, and my dad. They just introduced different languages into our home, um, and I didn't know they weren't English languages. You know, I talk about that. I'm writing a um, book, uh, editing it, and two books actually, and one is The Magic of Relating to Others with Ease. And in doing a little bit of autobiographical stuff about it, I realized how early on language was a part of my life. Um, My mom was a nurse and she worked with the um, uh, Jewish population at the Jewish Memorial Hospital in Boston. So she had all these words that were part of her vocabulary that became part of our household vocabulary that I never knew were Hebrew words until <laughs> when I was 18, I went to, and this is in Boston, when I went to New York. And I would say these words in conversation and there's lots of lots more uh, Jewish people in, um, in New York than in, in Boston. I went to NYU and so it's very Jewish. And they would look at me and they would say, how do you know that? And I'd say, no, what? Meshugana, you know, which is, you know, don't be a jerk, you know, Meshugana, Segeik Samia, which means half a dozen, one, six on the other hand, you know. And I would say, 
it, it was so interesting to me that my mom never said, now I'm about to say a Hebrew word, and this I picked up from the women I work with at the hospital. I had to sort of piece that together. Like, I don't know how I know that word. Isn't that an English word? No, it's not, you know. So um, so the ease with which different languages and cultures sort of um, seeped into my growing up, I'm really grateful to my mom because she didn't make it relevant. She didn't make it significant, and it wasn't for her. My dad, the thing he worked with... Um, uh, I now know Neapolitan from Naples in Italy, immigrants, right, when he first um, came to Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would always say, Kabish. Now, he would say this, and you, I didn't, no one knew what it meant, but all you knew is when he asked you, Kabish, you said yes, right? And it typically meant, <laughs> do you understand? You get what I'm saying. I thought like, just say yes, saying, okay. Yeah, yeah. If he if he's saying to you with the handout, just like the Italians, you know, with the handout, and he says, "Listen, you got to walk that door when you come through there, Kabish," and you're like, "Yes," you know. <laughs> and I didn't realize until I went to Italy, um, because it's Kabishi is the the way you would say it in Italian. And I, um, but in Neapolitan dialect and slang, you know, they they cut it short, um, yeah. and they say Kabish. And so I and I realized I said wow when he worked at Hood Rubber in Boston years ago when I was a kid he must have been working with I knew he worked with Italians but he must have been working with Neapolitan Italians so it's it's interesting to sort of um, recognize how much of that has always been sort of my um, part of uh, my life and I remember just growing up in the hood you know the little uh, public school in Boston in Roxbury. And um, my little teacher would write on the board every morning in the third grade, a good morning, today is Monday. She'd write it in French. And she'd have the kids, she'd have us write it. Bonjour, aujourd'hui et lundi. Bonjour, every day. She'd have us write this in French on the board. And I remember saying, wow, I speak French and I'm going to go to Paris one day and speak French, you know. And uh, you know, I, I did. I just, uh, I, I just always took French. And my dad was, "What are you taking that French for? Spanish is the second language in this country, Kabish." And I'd be like, "Yes, <laughs> Kabish." <laughs> and, and he said, "Everybody speaks French. You don't have Spanish. You're not going to go anywhere." And I was like, "Look, if everybody's speaking it, Dad, I'm going to pick it up sooner or later. If nobody's speaking French, it's better I learn it now." You know? You know, that's so, so went, funny. I said that exact same conversation with my father when I was a kid. I want to learn French. Well, yeah, I'm like, I want to learn French. He's like, oh, no, 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 you know, Spanish, you know, your sisters and your stepmother is Spanish, and then somebody else speaks Spanish in this world, and da, 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 da. And I said the exact same thing. I'm like, but if everybody speaks it, I'll pick it up eventually. (laughs) (laughs) I knew. You're my sister. Sister I know it. (laughs) Yeah, but I I did the block, whereas you went, yes, I went, forget it, they're not going to learn anything, which you've helped me turn that around. Right. Well, the block, I did the block, too, but it was blocking him out, not blocking that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then and then used it to my advantage. So I always took enough French to get, and I was really not great in French, right? I always took enough French. I took French in high school, really bad, maybe bad teachers, I don't know. I took enough in college, even though I figured, you know, French wasn't a serious enough subject uh, to study, <laughs> you know, because I'm from Boston and had to do something serious right so I took journalism but I was like I'm always going to take enough French so that I can do go to Paris and go do this junior year abroad and NYU 
one of the reasons I picked NYU is because it had a study abroad program for a year. And um, and thankfully, you know, it was a lot cheaper. But um, anyway, so I, I went to Paris, and while I was in Paris for the year, I saw a poster on the wall that said, learn Spanish in Spain. And I was like, Daddy, <laughs> <laughs> got an idea for the summer, honey, and it's just up your alley. So I used that to my advantage. <laughs> <laughs> and I did want to say though about the um, the body stuff and, and the relating to others um, with ease. I'm so grateful for the tools of access because I've always been so sensitive to other people's worlds and it, and and what's going on in their world and you know their linguistic thing and um and I got accused of being too sensitive as a kid and I always thought okay well that must not be a good thing because anything you put too in front of you know must be bad right so i was like trying to tough up and um yeah exactly like you know but i you know you give everything away to your friends and it's just like you know i liked seeing people happy and one of the things that i would make people happy is if you said something to them in their language like just one word their whole you know because we, we go around with this defensive posture and um what is it that makes people melt what is it that makes them relax and um Thankful with the tools of access, I get that through my body, that information, you know, we all do. And yeah. so how much of just like you were saying, when you um, like block out, pe you know, people speaking other languages, we just bulldozer, how much of that body communication do we just bulldozer past and through, um, ignoring that we're actually receiving it, you know? Um, so, yeah. Oh yeah, you know, and I, I definitely agree. The more I was willing to have communication with my body, the more I was able to communicate with others. Also, um, we need to uh, take a quick break, and when we come back, there's so many other things I want, or so many things we should talk about. Um, I also, we were going to talk more about bodies and communication, obviously, because it's always a hot spot. Um, but also, you know, how you were saying about just saying word to them in their language. One thing that I've noticed about you is you have such an ease, and you know it's I know magic relates to others with ease, but it's true. You have such an ease when you say even one word, even if you're trying it out and it's not exactly the right pronunciation, or whatever, and people love it. Whereas I know when I first started out trying to do, speak other languages, I was so self-conscious and so like that I was afraid I was insulting them and so I didn't say anything. So if you could say, you know, a little bit like how to transition from the insanity <laughs> that I was in and like what you could suggest to people to um change. So we're gonna talk if when we come back if you will talk about that a little bit. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I'll try to convince you after the break. Stay tuned everyone. <laughs> this is right by for you. This is Danielle with Special Guest Cast Thomas. We are on AtoZen.fm, and we'll be right back. What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body for You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. 
Each week you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the right body for you, energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Check out the new ringtones from Access Consciousness. What is it possible? What is it possible? Smoking hot. Smoking hot. <laughs> and everyone's favorite. Take a pass. Take a pass. Download the latest and hottest accessory. Go to accessconsciousness.com forward slash ringtones for all the details on how to download to your iPhone today. This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8763 or U.K. 4433-0001-0625. You can Skype us at atizen.fm. Or if you'd like to email a question, please send it to danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back, everyone. This is Danielle. This is Right Body for You today with my special guest, uh, Cass Thomas, uh, amazing access facilitator, amazing three-day uh, access body class facilitator, and just pretty much the amazing communicator, amazing a person to to you know. She does this class. The magic of relating to others with ease. And what's really neat about this is she does. You know, it's, I've seen it, I've experienced it, I've spent time with her, watching her, leaning from her, learning from her about how it, it communication, no matter what, you know, we talk about race, background, language can be done with ease. Um, and before the break, I asked her about how, because she had mentioned great suggestion of at least saying one word to them in their language sets them at ease. And for me, when I first tried to do that, I felt like an idiot. I felt so self-conscious and like, I'm insulting you by mispronouncing. But you, Cass, have such fun with that, like even trying to learn it or figure it out. So it's like, can you give a little bit of suggestion of how to like get over yourself, basically? <laughs> Yeah, um, it's funny because it's not like I haven't had, uh, I don't um, I don't have or I haven't had in my life uh, sort of 
self-conscious uh, moments, but it's never um, it's never about um, something new, like something that I obviously don't know. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Which is your language if I've asked you um, to tell me a word. So I just was talking to my um, my friend, my ten year old friend uh, Connor, um, who I'm visiting his house, and he um, he's an X Men of magnitude. And he said, "Here's a card. Don't turn it over until you get back to Italy, though. Absolutely, don't turn it over." And I said, "Oh, now you've got curious." He said, "Oh, that's good. I like that. I like when people are curious." <laughs> and I said, "You know what, Connor? I like when people are curious too." And and I guess that's what it is. It's like a, it's curiosity. It's curiosity, which, um, you know, didn't really kill the cat because the cat had nine lives. But that's whatever that <laughs> I get. The, uh, what I, the image I get is like bushy eyebrows raising up when something piques your curiosity. So it's a playfulness. Curiosity is a sort of a playfulness. So there's, um, you know, words have a vibration <laughs> to them. And so um, I'm really curious about um, how a certain word or sound will vibrate my body, right? So I, I want to play with it. And um, it tickles me a little bit. It tickles me to have that different vibration um, going on in my body when I'm seeing a word that means something that I have expressed, you know, like, uh, like un- do you understand? Kavishi. It's, I know how to say, do you understand? And I know when I say that, how it vibrates in my body. But if you tell me how you say it in your language, it's like I'm expressing the same thing, but it's vibrating differently. And that's a tickle for me. It's like, wow, you, you know what I mean? It tickles me somewhere to say it. Like I say it and you understand it. I don't even understand it, but you understand it because that's you understand that language. And so then it has a then it's like a fine tuning of the sound. No, say it again. Say it in my ear, so I can hear how it rolls off your tongue. And then another curiosity for me is, what is what is um, what are you like having had that word vibrating in you? You know what I mean? What would I? How would I be different if every time I wanted to express the word understand, I said or which is in German, right? Do you understand? Now, I don't really speak German. I sort of play at it like you see me play with language because mm-hmm. I, I did study it one semester or something like that. But I love to say the words. I'm like, how do I feel when I'm vibrating with German words? You know what I mean? It's very funny. I try people's names on too sometimes. You ever meet somebody and they say your name and the like Judy Smith, how are you? And I'm like, wow, that's a strong name. I wonder what you know, how my life would be different if I went around saying, hi, how are you? I'm Judy Smith. You know, what's no, that vibration no. like? <laughs> I know. I really like that because that really takes it into the whole body. It's not just using the mouth. And I think that's where I used to be functioning from. And I think a lot of people, it's like they're just focused on the mouth instead of using their body to speak, even the words. Yes, but even if the the word does come out of your mouth, but oh, it yeah. vibrates in your whole body, right? So that's right. That's what, exactly. yeah, yeah. And so the the idea that we don't understand um, languages is how much effort do we have to use against our body not to um, perceive the vibration of the words when people say them to us? You know what I mean? How much are we blocking off all of those sensations, all that information 
um, that our body um, gives us. I, I don't know if this is a segue or not, but I did want we did mention this in our ever so brief pre-chat. I know, go um, wherever it goes. <laughs> which is um, which is a thing. So I've always had ease with that because of that curiosity and because um, there's no judgment in my world um, about it. There's uh, or about me. There's just a come on, let's play like a doggy, you know, like a puppy. You know what I mean? Come on, let's play. Give me another word to play with. Give me another ball. Let me throw the ball back and forth and see how I say it. You know what I mean? How it comes out of me. It's going to be different. And um, with the with the um, body stuff, with the access tools, what I um, am able to do is to articulate um, some of the things that I have been aware of um, but didn't realize what it was. Uh, for example, um, you know, the idea of saying a word in someone else's language to put them at ease. I started talking about this before we went to break. Um, when you say that, there's some, there's a space that opens up in them, a um, defense, a barrier that comes down, a an invitation that opens up that you feel that in your body because that's what's happening in their body. And likewise, when they do have those barriers up and their tense and their defense and they're presuming whatever judgments you have of them and what they're picking up from everybody else and all that, all that tension, so many people think that that's theirs and therefore conclude, I have difficulty when I'm with other people. You ain't got difficulty when you're with other people. You're picking up on all of their stuff. You know what I mean? What? Well, how you're telling me it's not mine? It ain't yours, baby. Give it up to Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. So I'm just <laughs> I'm I'm in Maryland, you know, it's like that praise the Lord. So I'm so um so with the tools of access and showing people that and I, I do you know, you know me and you see me, I'm very um communicative with my body. What I'm talking about, I communicate it with my body. And and people are able to um, see that, read it, and feel it, and and therefore recognize how much they're always perceiving it, reading it, and feeling it in other people. So I have a lot of fun um, in facilitating in general, and this um, the magic of relating to others' needs, which I have been um, uh, doing uh, these classes off and on for um, a couple of years, but really just started doing the two-day classes and. And uh, I must say, humbly, um, changing people's lives in the way that they interact with people. I just got a, a note from a gallant that did the two-day class with me in Vienna. And she um, she said, I want to thank you because I've had the easiest Christmas for me and my body that I've ever had. Uh, when you suggested, uh, why don't you enjoy um your uh, how much how many barriers your family um, puts up and how can you use that um, to your advantage to invite them to something else? So, how much ease can we have in our bodies when we are willing to recognize how much information they give us about what going what's going on in other people's uh, universes and try out that's the curiosity try out different um, different approaches. And see what happens in your body, how your body responds, how their body responds, and like, oops, that wasn't the right way. Let me try another word. Let me try another vibration. Let me try something else. So I just, I just have fun with it, you know. Cool. Okay, we're gonna take another quick little break. 
Um, when we come back, I would like to explore a little bit more of how you're talking about uh, the communicating with the bodies and receiving information from other people. Um, because I'll say it again, I do know for a fact that that was once I started communicating with my body, I started interacting with people with different, even learning languages easier um, and all that kind of stuff. So I'd love to explore that a little bit more um, and maybe even if you can give a tool to let people, uh, you know, like question to ask or something like that um, that they could take away. Um, if I twist your arm, will you talk about that when we come back just a little bit? I absolutely will, my darling. I absolutely <laughs> will. <laughs> Thank you. I know every time and every time I hang around Cass, I always seem to go into other languages, especially Jewish, which I find very interesting. Seeing how I almost married a man from Israel. It's like, hmm. <laughs> really? Well, you know, um, I, I, we were in Chicago. We were there together, and Gary, yeah. you know, was asking those questions with uh, Gary Douglas, film director, was asking those questions. What is it that you're absolutely not willing to be? Right? Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah. And I think that mine was, I don't remember it. I have to listen. I, the, I think mine was, you know, the um, the New York Jewish woman that I truly be. <laughs> The white New York Jewish woman you truly be. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> well, and believe it or not, and I know we're going to break it for a second, believe it or not, my my name Cass, I just found this out in, in this very state, um, is actually a Jewish last name um, out of Ethiopia. Really? So the, yes. Isn't that funny? And it, they just couldn't pronounce the So they pronounce it Cass, but it's uh really. See that? Well, and my dad... My dad gave me that name, so there you no have it. No wonder I always go Jewish around you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I just thought I'd give you a reason and justification to know something. <laughs> for my insanity. I love it. All right, cool. All right, this is <laughs> for you. This is Danielle with guest Cass Thomas on A2Zen.fm, and we'll be right back. What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body for You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body for You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. January 6th is the second annual Global Access Bars Day, celebrating the change in the consciousness that's possible in our world with the Access Bars. Imagine what could be created if tens of thousands of people around the world were running the Access Bars on the same day. We're going for a wave of consciousness. Would you like to be part of the creation? During this 24-hour event, you can run the bars, learn the bars, teach the bars, host a bars trade, and play with all the access tools that will be broadcast during this special event on Access TV. To learn more, go to globalaccessbarsday.com. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video, and audio downloads 
online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8763 or U.K. 4433-0001-0625. You can Skype us at atizen.fm. Or if you'd like to email a question, please send it to danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back. This is Danielle. This is Right Body for You. Um, if you did hear during the commercial break about the Access Global Bars Day, it just finished last night, and that was an amazing 24 hours. We had so much fun, and the space it created, having all of these people running bars all over the world, uh, you know, it really helped drop some of those barriers. And, you know, we're talking about, my special guest today is Cass Thomas, and you know, and Cass, we're talking about relating to others. And, you know, it was fun during that Global Bars to see how just all of us running a body process was helping each other relate, how it seems similar to get rid of those barriers as well. Um, at least that was my experience. I had so much fun watching. And I wasn't even in a pod. I was just hanging out, working, watching the 24-hour live stream. And it was so much fun. Um I don't know if you got to see any of it, Cass, but it was fantastic. I didn't. I was in a snowstorm playing with kids, but it was uh, really a contribution. I got lots of chats, so I did get it. And I did get my bars run by the lovely Lale uh, the day before, ah, and I was like, okay, yay. Glass. yes, yeah. So, and I, yeah, yeah, so I was, uh, I was happy about it. And it's a holiday in Italy. I love that the Global Bars Day every year is January 6th, um, because that's the... Um, Bafana is what it's called. It's the day that, you know, the three kings sort of arrive with the gifts. Yeah, so the kids are always happy and excited about that day in Italy because that's when they get presents. That's when the, the idea of the presents came from, I think, with, with Christmas. Cool. So it's very cool. You know, you were asking about um, with uh, the body. I I hope that I'm, uh, I communicate this. Um, the... You know, the tension that um, most people, or let's just say that I know I uh, would feel almost constantly, and maybe it was constantly, uh, in my body, um, which I thought was all about me and, uh, you know, uh, self-conscious, wondering what people are thinking of me and all these thoughts and everything. And when you're, um, and when you have that, there's a tension a contraction that is um, that is constant, and it's in the absence of it that you realize that it there's something else possible. Because most people think that that's just the way they are, and that's just the way they are with their body. And so, whenever a foreign object <laughs> or person <laughs> enters into your space, right? Don't go there. Don't go visual. You know, I'm saying too light. Too light. <laughs> 
um, enters into your space, there is a um, an awareness of that and a ready to defend or contract or be a certain way or, or whatever that is. And um, and how much of that? So that was that was for me um, a, a constant, even as a kid. And what I um, I overcame that on my own by almost um, bombarding and pushing down those um, those walls um, by like a puppy does. I keep meaning you the puppy, like a puppy wins you over. You know what I mean? So whatever yours, I didn't realize that I was. They weren't my um, barriers; that they were other people's. And that I was perceiving them. What I did realize, though, is if I just galloped with, let's say, happiness and playfulness and and joy, um, that sooner or later they would be like, okay, I just might as well be joyful because she's not going to give up, you know. So, um, so it was. It's almost like that. So that's what I was as a kid, and a, you know, early adult uh, teenager. Not, and I knew that that made my body feel better also if I just um, kept going, like the car is sputting, right? And if you step on the gas as opposed to slow it down and stop it, then those then the, the pipes clear out and it hums like a um, like a bee, you know, your car. So that's a little bit what um, I guess my approach was um, to um, relating with other people. And um, it's with the tools of access, what I realized was going on um, was that I was um, opening up a space in which the person couldn't hold on to any longer that level of contraction and therefore their relaxation into that, into um, a different space with their body is what made me actually have a different um, possibility with my body. Does that make any sense to you at all, I'm saying? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, especially in the who does it belong to that you were talking about earlier. You know, it's like if the tension isn't ours, it's, then we can not keep it. But then by that same, we are all giving them the gift of relaxing for themselves. And you're right. That would be something that would help relate to other people with ease because, you know, you and I both had that. I just feel better around you. And I think that's some of the gift of what you're yeah, talking about right ab- now. Absolutely. That's the space. I mean, so if you don't have that self-consciousness, that tension, that judgment of yourself and your universe, and if that is a, a space gets created when you have a curiosity and a desire to play, and it's almost like you're saying, it's not like you're an open book, because that's something different. It's like you're saying, hey, would you come and write something on the page of my book? Because I, I've got a, a blank page for you. Because I know that whatever you write or draw or put your paw on is going to be a contribution to me in my life, too. That space of invitation um, is something that um, doesn't really exist uh, on this planet. And people are so um, willing to come and put their paw print or, or whatever that is on your on your page. Um, and, and that is a space that we... Um, we are in our bodies uh, that has no judgment to attach anything to. I mean, if, there, if you don't have a judgment about something, um, then 
people are like, oh, well, I guess that's not relevant here. You know, I don't know if you saw that in the conversations with consciousness video I was talking about, um, you know, a potentially uncomfortable situation that could have um, arisen um, from someone perceiving an offense that I just didn't even, I just bombarded past because it wasn't, there was no room, there was no, that was not part of my reality. And and the situation never materialized. So how much are we really um, creating it through our projections of possible um, judgment that we could receive from people? You know, I, and, and I love how you say about the, the playfulness of it because you're so in that ease of being the playful with it, but you're also being very not respectful. I don't know if respectful is the right word, but it's not like, you know, because I've seen people be like, oh, it's just say whatever, da, 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 and they just want to smack people for, like, insulting them still. And so I love how you have that blend of playfulness, uh, not taking yourself serious, but at the same time paying respect to it all. And I guess it's a no judgment that you're talking about. Because if it's too light and airy, it's the still a judgment that it's oh nothing means anything type of weird thing. Well, that I guess that would do it. Thank you for saying that. I guess that's like the blank page thing. Here mm-hmm. you write it. This is the way I write it, but you write it, and you know don't write it. You know you write it the way you would write it, and let me see what that is. Wow, what is that? What does that look like? It's just like you know I'm convinced. Um, and through experience and through um, could it be any other way, that every single person has something to contribute to you, that every single person has something um, that's interesting about them if it is only and simply the quality of their boredom. The quality of their what? Their boredom. Boredom. Oh, interesting. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Everybody has... Everybody has something interesting about them, even if it is, even if it is just their particular brand of boredom. You know what I you mean? What, yeah, now you know what I think that's really neat, and I think you know one of the what I've found is one of for me the that you know I first started receiving it, and then I was able to be that for other people, and I know you do this as well. Is one of the greatest gifts, like you said, the, their particular brand of boredom is just seeing people. And maybe that might, you know, help contribute to the um, uh, relating to others with ease. It's just some people have just never been seen before. So sometimes if you're looking at them, acknowledge them, even if they're completely bored out of their heads, it's the first time they've ever been acknowledged for that. Right. And, you know, I, I re- realized recently that um, the only time I'm really bored or just bored is if someone isn't present. So it's ah, also, yeah. in, so it's also, uh, which is was a great revelation to me. So it's also very interesting whether or not any people are interested in getting present. And one of the things, the greatest invitations for people to be present is for you to remain present with them. Because if you, if I'm bored because you've gone away, and then I go away too. I mean, what? You know what I mean? So you know, looking for people and and they perceive the difference in that vibration. Now, it may absolutely make them uncomfortable, but that can be fun, too. Like, just, you know, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's 
yeah, how um, how uncomfortable will they be with this presence? You know what I mean? And they'll probably go away before you do. I always say, Danielle, the most interesting thing, and it's a, I know we're going to break, the most interesting thing in any interaction is what's going on with you, how it's resonating in your world, and how you're reacting or, or not reacting um, to it. And if you start off with that premise, then relating to others gets really, really quite um, easy. So if I weren't choosing boredom, what would my awareness be? Yeah. Cool. Okay. When we we're, Yes, we are going to a little break. Um, and when we come back, Cass, um, I would actually love to hear more about the class, your, relating, or your magic of relating to others with ease, because it's not just about different languages. Um, I know, you know, I've been to intros of it. I know it's it's... It's almost a life class of helping people because a lot of life is interacting with others, whether it's business or romantic or whatnot. So I would love to hear more um, about your class in the final few minutes that we have when we come back from the break. Okay. What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body for You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body for You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com. What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? Beingyouclass.com. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions? Or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. This is Right Body for You with Danielle. 
To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8763 or U.K. 4433-0001-0625. You can Skype us at atizen.fm. Or if you'd like to email a question, please send it to Danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. <laughs> and welcome back. This is Right Body for You with Danielle. And my special guest today is Cass Thomas. Uh, she's a dear friend of mine that I've had the pleasure of playing with for years. Oh my gosh, in so many different ways um, and so many different things. Um, and it's been so much fun and such a joy. Um, and today we're talking about the magic of relating to others with ease. Um, you know, Cass is a Access Conscious three-day body class facilitator, and communicating with bodies is one of the ways that she is amazing at communicating with people. Um, so I know you have a class of magic of relating to others with ease, and I really like to hear more about that because I know it's not just about the other languages because you you touch on subjects of of bodies and more. And so will you talk a little bit about what the class is? So it's not just like you don't sit down and learn French. This is not what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for, for saying that. It's funny because um, what I, I was talking to a playwright friend in New York um, last week um, about the, um, about the book and uh, that has the same title. And I, and I said, you know, I'm thinking that I might call it something like the art of effective communication um, instead of the magic of relating to others with ease, uh, just because people know what that is. He said, absolutely not. He said, I totally know what you're talking about when you say the magic of relating to others with the ease, because that's something that you do and you are. And I marvel at it. And when you tell me that title, I think, wow, I'm going to, be, I'm going to have access to this magic, uh, yeah. right? And he said, if you put that title, The Art of um, Effective Communication, there are so many people who have um, linearized that, um, you know, put the form and structure on that so they will be able to come at that from a very linear point of view and uh, and dissect that. And what you're talking about is the magic. And what is the magic? So so that I just wanted to say that about the um, the title, that um, people have said to me, no, it's too long, no, it's that, nobody knows what that is. The magic is yeah. any time you're present and you're willing to interact. Now that interaction can be with your body, with the earth, and it has to be first with you, that interaction. So I start the class off, the two-day class, I start that off um, really asking people about what's vital for them and just continually um, playing with that that uh, throughout the two days so that you know out of any interaction what is it that um, I'll just say it like this, that you'd like to get out of it, or what is it that's important for you? And if that element is not present, then you're not really um, interested um, in prolonging that interaction um, for uh, too long. So um, we talk about what's vital for you. What is it that you would like more of in your life, more present? What sensation is that that you'd like in um, your present in your life, in your body? And inner interactions, where is it that you'd like to go? So if it's an argument, 
or if it's a disagreement, or if it's if, if you want harmony and peace and joy in your life, that's ultimately where you'd like that relationship or that interaction to go. So we talk a lot about the tools of action. I'm really um, thankful for it. And you're right, it is a life um, class. Yeah. Because the who does it, recognizing when, when stuff goes on in your body, lots of questions um, that you can continually ask yourself in any given moment. What's, what is this? Whose is this? Is this mine? Can, what, um, can I change it? If so, how do I change it? Um, and also with the energy flows um, that we do in the access um, classes, which is about changing the energy that is present in any interaction, and it's quite uh, magic. And recognizing what kinds of um, energies we're used to and how we respond to people who are pushing energy at us, people who are sucking energy at us, and how we give up our choice by going into automatic response. And so in the two days, um, we play with recognizing that. We do a lot of um, role-playing. We work with um, both business situations, interpersonal situations, relationship situations. And you get to see how you have been functioning, and you get to start choosing how you would like to function. So I'm going to be doing a class cool. in South Africa and... Um, coming up, and also, I believe, in Canada in May, South Africa in February. And there's more information on my website about it, CassThomas.com. So thanks for asking. That's what I was wondering. How does somebody get a hold of you if they would like? CassThomas.com? Yes. Absolutely. K-A-S-S-T-H-O-M-A-S.com. And, of course, AccessConsciousness.com can look me up under Cass. And I'm on A to Zen. And uh, also, The Art of Being Cass is my page on Facebook. Um, and there's a lot of fun on that, too. And check out some of her 3D body classes she does as well. You know, she's just fantastic with communicating with bodies as well. All right, Cass, thank you so much for being on today. Um, it's always fun. And uh, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us this week. Happy New Year. And remember, have a fun week, a happy week. Enjoy your body and be back next week. Because you know what? Me and my body will be. See you guys then. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Right Body for You. Danielle will return next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. We hope you and your body will join us.